0: Keep you in the dark, you know they are. Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him, the internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. It's nature Strip out clear in the king's stand by two legs from Akram Express. Twilight calls him behind these. True. Salute a world-class sprinter, Nature Strip, a ripper in the team stand. Alligator blood tiring, I'm thunderstruck over the top, rumbling hard, and got up! I'm thunderstruck over oh, here, it's just beat Alligator, Blood to beauty. It's English and Felsworth fighting it out, Chautauqua very late, it's English a half length in front, can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying! Yes! There's history! Thunderstrike wearing them down and Animo is starting to come now at the 100, here comes Animo over the top with a Strike who's lifting Animo, 6 Group 1s, a big one, Wicks down the middle, Kings will bring at the 100 and getting desperate, now Wicks is storming home, Wiggs down!
1: G'day, punters, and welcome to the Caulfield Cup and Everest Preview here at Racing Previews. You would have noticed a new addition to the intro, Animo's win in the Might and Power. What a race it was, but we now look forward, not backwards, and spring is really, really heating up. We're getting into the business end now. Fellas, how are we looking forward to this Saturday? Yeah, um...
2: I've just literally finished school, so my first ever official class was today, so it's just exams now, so um, full full um, focus is going on to the racing, um, <laughs> No, nah, I've still got exams to do, but um, I haven't quite done the whole card of Caulfield yet, but um, really, really good day of racing, except the rain's come and it's sort of ruined it, but um, yeah, it's a really good card, and the Caulfield Cup, even though it's a bit light on on actual um wait for age superstars it's a really good race and I think it's a really good betting race as well
1: Beauty Nico you and I are getting on a plane at 7.30am to go to Sydney uh it's come up pretty quick but I absolutely cannot wait
3: it's been something that we've looked forward to for the last 10 months Mm. and a bit since we had it in planning when we were up there last and um yeah this week felt like it's going forever but yeah i can't wait it's um it's going to be one hell of an experience all the all the word out of sydney is it's going to be a completely packed full house so um yeah it's going to be something that i'm sure we'll uh we'll never forget hopefully the the champ does what he should do and we have no no bad luck in running and it'll be a very very big weekend
2: What what's oh, capacity at randwick do you know
1: I'm not sure. Yeah. It'd be it'd be around 50 40. Yeah, 40 yeah I maybe. thought it was about
3: 40 40,000. Uh-huh. Yeah. They reckon hopefully. they'll be pretty close to capacity, so
1: 100%. Hopefully we we'll remember it for the right reasons. Uh what's going on in my life, if anyone cares? <laughs> Work is yeah. that busy right now. Um shut up. Will. <laughs> um working around the clock. We've got a cox plate to d- to deliver next week, so it'll be good just to get to Sydney for a night and then get stuck back into it for a massive massive cox plate. So,
3: I hope you don't think it's a little rest and relaxation night away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it depends what happens on the punt. <laughs> I can depends assure if you Nature that street wins. 100% it does. Shit. All right, speaking of the punt, let's get into the bets next.
0: Show me, Show me the money. That's it, brother, but you that shit. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry.
1: Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. All right, Let's Show get to Caulfield to start us off. Um, the there is a couple races that we're probably not so interested in and others we're more interested in. We had a, a quick little one minute pre-production meeting <laughs> off air and we've decided that's the way we'll go, but we still will go through every race. Caulfield is a heavy 10 at the moment um thousand guineas day was a heavy 10 quick self-trumpet had three winners on the day and we we're able to tip the thousand guineas winner at 26 dollars so we're kind of coming off a good day there and we're going into race one um so as i mentioned heavy 10 rail stays in the true we're gonna we're thinking that's that out six offense. Rail's rose out six. Oh really yeah right yeah, i absolutely six. i absolutely missed that so Anyway, even even at the six meter position, you would assume that that part of the track is still going to be a little bit off, just because they were already swinging wide on yeah. Wednesday. But race one, it's a listed race over fourteen hundred meters for the three year old fillies. Quang Try or Quang Try is a horse that you know we've started to get a, a good grip of now. She does have talent, um, and then Climbing Star won really really well on debut. Um, Zach Spain retains the ride. Hal half no fury is 440 and then desire rounds out the market 550 uh, you can write your own ticket the rest um,
2: it's not Forts like that cool. in my mind you done this race at all yeah I had a, a rough sort of look at this race but um, I sort of priced it up and then I then I had a look at the actual market and I was really surprised because um, I've actually really found denied Who's thirty four dollars or whatever it is, and um, and it it beat Kwong tri. Do,
3: do you want me to break your heart right now?
2: Yeah, go. It's not
3: running. It's not. It's not running.
2: Doesn't <laughs> <I've> been scratched.
3: <laughs> it hate. It hates the wet track. No, it's gonna be. They spoke won, to Junior earlier.
2: It won so on a heavy track.
3: Hates it wet.
2: And didn't win, but no, it hasn't hates been oh, been it. It it won nah, on a, I mean it raced well on a heavy nine at Moody Valley behind Clarity and Miss Sutley so yeah I don't know Clarity, but, yeah okay well don't worry <laughs> I guess I
3: really I really defeated the balloon <laughs> yeah well I, I marked it
2: six fifty in it and it was thirty four dollars so I thought I was I found a good bet there and but okay disregard that move on to race two. <laughs>
1: Oh, hard is in two pieces. I was about to back it. I was thinking thirty-four dollars, beauty, you'll do. I had to anyway, tell
3: you before. I had to tell you before you gave the punters this absolute, spe- <laughs> absolute spiel that we were going to get a steal, and just for it to be scratched. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, we'll, we'll see. If it doesn't the scratch, then it's a bet. But if it does, well, then just forget about it. All right, all right. Race. Two. Let's go to
1: race two. It's a benchmark 80 over 1700 meters, and we see a very, very smart filly from Nick Ryan's stable. Uh, she is in. <coughs> and, uh, her name is Cap de Joie. Cheesy our, what, $2.20 favourite? St. Bathans uh, is around the $6 mark. Right you up, don't know, bit of a number. He's eight fifty. Skyhorse, Signers Express, and then you're out to De Niro and longer the rest. I'm kind of in a grance here, Wilbur, but. I'll let you go first, since uh, your thunder was stolen last race.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I-, I had a look at this race, and I've marked Capds at a dollar forty. <laughs> I think she's a good thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, if- so the the question is, if you've marked her a dollar forty, are you going to bet early, or are you going to complain about the price when she does no, start a dollar and you miss it?
2: There's there's set 15 horses here so i'll wait till scratchings happen in the morning and then i'll bet because if it's if it's if she's better than even money then well then like she's a five six unit bet for me like she's a i think okay i'm gonna ask yeah go
3: i'm gonna ask you a question so if you've marked her a dollar 40 and you're anal about your prices always if she's a dollar 70 you should still be six units in because yeah, we'll, she's yeah, overs what you've got her in your market yeah, and no, there's an edge yeah no i will back but her you're not going to bet if she's a dollar
2: 70 are you no i will i will i will bet if she's i think because she's just
1: right, um perfect. we'll hold you to it
2: yeah yeah well she she ran the, uh, she ran 11 lengths above all average last 400 meters last start and like that that figure just has her so far above this field um and that was that was that race was so unevenly run, and, and she was put in a unwinnable position. If she runs up to anywhere near where I think she will, she'll just destroy these. The only thing she needs is luck. If she gets any sort of luck whatsoever, she will just absolutely destroy these horses. Um, and and I've got I've basically priced um, every other horse in this field up to, up to about their best, and I think Capt Dry will improve off last start and. I think she could actually improve more than what I what I've actually given her, um, so that could get a a dollar thirty, a dollar twenty. So, I think she's just she's just a moral. I think she'll just win if she gets luck.
1: Well, wow, wait. all right. Well, I am coming with. I probably wasn't as keen as Will, but i might, I might be even keener now. Um, yeah, as we mentioned, she just looks like she has an abundance of talent. She went from the 69th fastest six to the four of this is the entire meeting last start and then she ran the fastest four to the two and the fastest two to the post home so she's gone gone from an impossible position she's motored over the top of them and she was probably the only horse you wanted to take out of that race going forward uh she was probably one of the she probably was the run of the day there at Sandown, and she now steps up to 1700 meters uh she's handled a heavy track before she hasn't seen a 10 but hopefully she gets through it and the wide draw that shouldn't be any issue at all. Hopefully Ollie can get can get her in that three four wide line with cover, and she will be sprouting wings down the outside, and I think she'll be winning. Yeah, she's
2: she's yeah, she's made a consistent. She... Oh, sorry, you go.
3: No, you go, Billa.
2: Um. Yeah. So she's she's just made a even from her overseas form. She's 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 been consistently um, on an upwards trajectory. If she and she she'll keep going up and uh, yeah. Like it, I think she'll get to a, a rating here that, um, that's like s- s- six to eight points above where anything else in this field can get to. So that's where I think yep. she is compared to these horses.
3: Yeah, well, um, I'm with her. She was the best of the day in a pretty boring card at Caulfield with the track conditions of really defeated my confidence, but yeah, she's a she's a group class mare in waiting. She's been nothing short of impressive in her three starts since she's been over here, albeit she was beaten last start, but she was a moral beaten by the gate <coughs> and she didn't have a whole lot of luck, but yeah, heavies, no worries is the word out of the camp and she's the best horse in the race and she's weighted like she isn't, so yep. yeah, she she's very well in at the weights against all these other horses that aren't as good as her, so she should just, she should just win as, as you've touched on,
1: over. Yeah, moral, sweet as. Are we moving on to race three? Yeah. It is the Ned's Classic Group Three over two thousand meters, and it is for the three year olds. The last hit out before a lot of these go on to the VRC Derby. The top weight is Mister Maestro. He's our dollar sixty five favorite. Red sen- Sun, Red Sun sensation. Bit of a tongue twister. He's second favorite. Five fifty. Muramasa, six dollars. Um, why didn't it go to Morphville would have been absolute moral but yeah the market's telling us those are the three chances in the race Um, I do think Mr Maestro is going to be very very hard to beat am I going to launch him at the current price probably not Um, yes he was he was really really impressive last start the win rated well 10 above the all benchmark that's the the best peak rating of this field and he's he's won both of his races not only have, have they rated decently but they've also been very very easy on the eye um, just strode into him he's done it on a heavy 10 and he's done it on a good 3 that's a sign of a very very good horse um, he loses Damien Lane and goes to Harry Coffey that's probably a slight little negative but where's Damien Lane where is he's he he's the one on top for me he's Damien Lane at Everest um, he's gone to Sydney oh yeah, yeah. he's riding, is he riding on Jack no? his face he's Jack, riding riding Jack, Jack, a yeah. A... Jack and yeah, no. yeah. So, gets H. coffee. I'm with him on top. Um, I'd probably have him on top from, from Muramasa. But, yeah, I don't think I'd be steaming in as a single, but I might multi him up with something else, maybe Cascadian.
2: Yeah, I um, I, I had, obviously, I had Mr. Maestro on top, but a bit bigger than... I, I had him 2.10. Um, I had Muramasa, $5, which is over the odds, I guess, but I probably don't really want to bet on a heavy... Ten, um, Red Sun Sensation didn't want to back either. The horse that I sort of found was Fearless Knight. Um, it, it ran a figure in um, at, in the JJ Atkins, and it was on a good four, and it started long odds. But it was really strong through the line there, and um, and its form this preparation's been fine. It um, it was beaten by Bunker Hut, who who raced in the the gloaming the other day. I'm pretty sure, um, and and yeah, obviously it's got a small question on the, the Heavy 10. I don't, I'm not, not 100% sure it gets gets through it, but you, you can sort of find out at the price it is. I think it's, is it 20s or 30s or whatever it is last time I checked. Um, Tommy Berry goes on and um, yeah, I didn't think it was a worst worst bet here because I don't know, I, personally, I don't want to be really, um, I, I don't know, like launching into unexposed three-year-old form on a, on a Heavy 10. Um, Mr. Maestro clearly has the most talent um, on exposed form, and, um, and yeah, he's, all, he's continuing to 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 run a new peak rating pretty much every single start he's ever raced in. So um, he's definitely on top, but just at the price, I just couldn't get him that short.
1: Yep, fair arrow. Nick, are you seeing it sort of similar? Yeah,
3: well, Mr. Maestro is your starting point, but I'm probably not.
1: That to get interested. Yeah, yeah. No, fair chat. Let's go to race four. 2000 meters, group three. It's the ethereal stakes for the three year old filly. So it's the girls' uh, equivalent Foxy, Cleopatra, 440, Moco, 550, uh, Pavitra, 6, Renaissance Woman, 6, uh, Kabaka, 10, uh, Wakamana, 10, Whispering Lady, 17. They round out the main chances. I didn't really have a real look in this race. Uh, Foxy Cleopatra was a very nice winner last start, but not sure what she really beat. Um, so yeah, haven't really done this race, but I believe you have, Will. Um, not, not too, um,
2: not completely. Like I just had a sort of half an hour look at it, and um, Kabaka was the horse that I, I marked favourite, and it's ten dollars, as you said. Um, she she's on the back up here. She went to a new peak on a heavy track up in distance to uh, fifteen hundred and eighty meters. Um she she won there and she beat Ring Ahoy, who was a a pretty good horse. I think she's just improving all the time and um getting up to two thousand meters. I think um Chris Waller has brought her down for a for a real oaks sort of campaign, um, because clearly she is a good staying filly she's by Fastnet Rock out of a good mare so she's the horse I've marked favorite from Moco and Foxy Cleopatra next um yeah I didn't really really find anything other than the other other than that in the race I, I wanted to be with Kabaka I think she's a good better marked her 480 she's $10 so um yeah so I'm finding Tom, Tommy Berry pretty early in the card so um yeah that could be brought with danger but
1: it's good to have him here. It's good to have him here in Victoria. Yeah, it is. As you can yeah. tell, punters, uh, Wilbur's pricing is very, very aggressive. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> They might yeah. be a bit taken back by it. Nico, I you're did betting, you have, have you betting
3: accordingly. <laughs> yeah, well, I will.
1: <laughs> did you have a lean in the race, Nico? No.
3: No.
1: No, didn't think so. All right, let's move on to race five. It's the Gothic Stakes. 1,400 metres. It's for the three-year-old Colton Gelding, so... A lot of three-year-old races. We love that, and Wilbur loves that. Angry Skies is our favorite. He's 4.20, uh, eponymous 4.60. Gaza Blanca, 7.50, Lincoln Square, 10, Sandpaper, uh, not much longer. Sketched, Custodian, Zamborghini, and Oceans Above. I have recommended an early bet on Angry Skies. Um, I thought his debut win was very, very impressive, it was super soft on the line. And then he went to Sandown and he bumped into what was quite a, a strong race. A lot of those, well, the, the trifecta there, Bankmore, the Fortune Teller, Elliptical, they all went to the Caulfield Guineas last week. And a few of them didn't disgrace themselves by any means. They, they ran quite well. Yes, I know it wasn't a high rating Guineas or anything, but this is obviously a run below the Gothic stakes. Uh... He has ticked a heavy track box to some extent. He won on a heavy eight, so that's a positive. And he goes Blake McDougall to Blake Shin. So we know Blake Shin is possibly, potentially the number one rider in Victoria right now. Going off last week, he he rode some absolute crackers. So hopefully he can bounce him out of the machine a little bit better from three. And I think the horse is going to be very hard to beat. Staying at 1,400 metres, uh, this eponymous was very unlucky at the valley last start and does look to have some good good talent but I just thought uh, the favourite does come through the better race
2: yeah I, I haven't had a chance to do this nice race yet so. yeah I haven't had a chance to do the race yet so um, no opinion from me
1: yep
3: No, I've got nothing
1: righty, let's go race. to race 6 it's the oh, you wanna do it, Wilbur. You wanna take it? No, you go. No, I can't do that. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. Race six is the Olingi Stakes. It's over 1,100 meters. Uh, this is a very open field. Juan Diva and Najmadi they kind of head the field, but it is six dollars, five dollars the field from Maliva, a very fine red Rose Quartz, Shell Star, uh, Melbourne Storm, and Never Standing Still. Lem Picker. Hmm. Phillies and mares hateful races do we just look for the horses who will handle a wet track what are we doing here
2: don't ask me I haven't spent any time on this race donuts nope I'm glad this race is not, not yet. in the quad <laughs> yeah 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 well I couldn't uh, think Mark of anything worse than
3: keen on a very fine red <clears throat> oh
1: yeah yeah, he was keen on a very but, fine round.
3: Yeah. Uh, who's this? She handles a track, so she's the trainer. The trainer oh, about, right. It is worth yeah, noting, very fine she range.
1: she does have some class form lines. She ran third to Marzu, uh, in the fireball, and she also ran second to Zapatao, um up in Sydney. So potentially she could be a bet there at $8. Yeah. Um, Zapataia, what did she end up starting last week? $1.60, $1.70. She was absolutely crunched. Yeah, so. $1.70. Yep, potentially could be a bet there, but let's get on to the quaddy. It is race 7, 1,000 metres. This is the McCafe sprint. It's the Caulfield sprint um, mm. for the traditionalists. And Dragonstone is the favourite. He's $3.50. Some more Sydney form coming down. Generation, four sixty. 60 um, as Fora, she lobs here after a very unlucky uh, <laughs> loss at the Valley. And then we're out to Kalos, Ashford Street, Express Pass, Malkovich, and Oxy Road. We know he will almost certainly scratch, given this is a heavy 10. Mm. Uh, we have had an early bet here on the Close Friends on Ashford Street. This horse is just an absolute mudder. Eats it. Um... Three starts back on a heavy nine. He made Starry Legend look second rate. Um, Starry Legend look. He might not be up to the class at some yeah, of these, Starry but... Legend. Well, you were sticking up for him that day, so I had to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this horse also won well at, at Warrnambool um, on a heavy 10, and I just thought he was $12. We got a bit of 14 boosted. I just thought that was overs, given he'll be... Up on the pace here, he goes really well at a thousand meters. I think um, he'll be one of the the best suited horses, given this is a, a heavy ten track. And he was really good first up, carried a big weight, sixty one and a half kilos, um, uh, sixty one kilos at the Valley. That was nine five five. Wasn't really suited, was a little bit unlucky, and had and Bull aboard. He now gets his regular rider T. O. Nugent back in the saddle, and he drops a massive eight kilos in the weight. So, yes, he does rise in the class, but I had to have an early bet on him. I could also back Dragonstone. He probably is the deserved favorite, and he too will eat the mud. Has some form around Andermatt. Ran second to Andermatt twice, both on heavy tens. Um, we know Andermatt was backed to beat Nature Ship. Um, sounds funny, but he was. So, mm-hmm. that's good form on So, I've taken the early bet Ashford, oh, yeah, Eduardo, not NS, sorry. Um, yeah, happy that way. Two-bet play, Ashford Street, and then Dragonstone. Hopefully, we get 380 on the day.
2: Yeah, I um I like this race. I, I was against Dragonstone. Both times it's ever raced it um, over 1,000 meters. It's run, oh, uh, two of the three times it's ever raced over 1,000 meters. It's run uh, a figure that's not good enough to win, win this, I don't think. Um, I've bonused it a little bit off that, so I've actually got it. I, I bonus it because, it because it does get the blinkers first time, which is, I think, pretty significant. Um, um, but and I think it's
3: TC first time.
2: Yeah, well, I, ge- I guess that's a good thing because it no- normally has the apprentice on what's his name again? Schiller? Uh, Tyler Schiller, yeah, Tyler yep. Schiller. Um, yeah.
3: Or Josh Parr, the other apprentice.
1: <laughs> no, Parr's not an apprentice. <laughs> yes, yes, he he's a. He's, <laughs> is that a Sorry, I didn't get the joke.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I marked Dragonstone six six thirty. Um, generation, I marked favourite. I marked it three seventy. Um, it a Generation is a consistent horse. He runs pretty much the exact same figure every single time, um, and that's a figure that that makes him favourite here. Um, as for our she was a car crash last start um i, I want to see her up to 1100 meters i think she'd be better suited over that distance i have got um ashford street actually nine dollars so shorter than the market there oh. um yeah so i could come with you on ashford street actually but um yeah i'll be i'll be back in generation i think you'll probably get fives and i've got marked at 370 so um pretty pretty comfortable with that just, yep. just a little bit worried about the, the heavy track but
1: but you know I think you should be a lot worried about the heavy track but that's alright there you go what do you like
3: yeah, whatever. <sighs> yeah I'm with you on Dragonstone um, I love the booking of TC even though what I said before we started recording the podcast he can absolutely shit you sometimes in races when he just jams the brakes
1: on he
2: does he still oh, gets damn. it right like he did on time, North Star so. All right. he's a bit of a right giant at-
1: killer Bart couple times he's like, he's he's been a giant killer. He's beaten Animo yeah, twice. Yeah, sometimes he in goes in a the bit Congo too slow. and yeah. in the and Congo and to what's your name again? Converge. Converge. Yeah, he does. Yeah.
3: Um, can yeah. can conf, conf, squib. Confetti. <laughs> Confetti. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, I think it's a little bit different in these sprint races rather than the mile races. I don't. They're not really going to jam the brakes on here, I wouldn't have thought. Um, inside Barrier was my only query, but you listen to J-Mac in his Thousand Guineas press conference post, post-race, post he goes, normally if, you've, if you're if struggling to find which lane to find and TC's on a leader, just follow him, because he usually is in the right lane. So <laughs> I didn't really think about it like that until I heard it, and it, it sort of makes a lot of sense because he's, he's a good wet track rider, so um, yeah, you trust him to get in the right lane, he's one of only a few that will handle these conditions, I was, I did want to stick up for Generation, but I don't think he'll go a yard in the heavy track, as for, there's an unknown, for her, Kalos, well, I don't think he likes it, he's a bit of a non-winner, he only won last start against some not very good horses, Mm. Um, express pass was one that I wanted to kick up for, but I just wasn't sure with the weight. Um he's ultra consistent he's all in the goings. Body. He's going uh, in. The he body. goes goes real super f- he's never missed a place fresh so you could entertain him at each weight if you if you liked him that's no issue. Look, I probably got to butter up to Ashford squibbecause because you're you're so keen Benny. He's not one of mine but uh yeah, and then you can pen everything else underneath it in on a wet track. So, um yeah has got some really good form behind passive-aggressive and a Mazu, which is good enough here. Solid trial leading up to this behind in the Congo, is a good chance on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I thought he was a good bet at 350, 360.
1: Yep, beauty. Let's quickly do a quaddie. Um We're taking Dragonstone. We'll take Astrid Street. I guess we've got to take Generation because Wilbur's keen. Uh, we'll so take Expo- two. Yep, we'll take six. two, six, eight, eight. Ashford Street. Nine? Nine, six. Dragonstone. No, I want one more. Asphora? Oh, you can have Asphora, but I want. Debt. You might think I'm a bit sick, but this horse has creds. Number five, Free of Debt is going in the quaddy. Oh,
3: Jesus Christ.
1: Beat Fresh, first up, last prep, beat Savatu XL and the Inferno. It ain't a horse. <laughs> They're
3: both camels.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Aza, like They'd all be... Oh,
3: three camels.
1: <laughs> Saber 2XL oh. and the Inferno would literally be $5 in this race. You can't tell me otherwise. It's 40s. Chuck it in. It's 40s. Chuck it in. It's beaten camel passer. Ali boom. Like, We're not really it's... having ass four in the quad, are we? No, I'll leave it I'm happy to risk as 4 and Kalos.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. So let's two, move on. Two, five, six,
3: eight, nine.
1: Yep. Sounds good. Let's go to race eight. It's the Tristark Stakes over 1400 metres. It's for the Mares and it's a group two. Chain of Lightning is our favourite. She's on top of uh, Polissipan. Pride of Jenny, kiss on all four cheeks. Flying mascot, Argentia, ex leader. Fortunate Kiss by on Mirror Vision. Uh, I won't read out the rest. But this is a very, very competitive race. Um, I sort of wanted to be against Chain of Lightning. Um, She could be the best mare in the race, but I know they went slow last start, but I still thought she just lacked a little bit of zip. I'm wondering, has she come to the end of her preparation? Um, She has been up for a, a little while now. So... I kind of wanted to take a set against her she gets another heavy 10 so that could be that could be a factor um i thought 13 prior to jenny was the easy bet here i think she'll go forward just forget about last start she missed a start and she still ran quite well considering trust the market support there she started three dollars fifty in a similar class of race it might have even been a better race to be honest she now gets jamie carr and she's eight dollars drawn out but she'll go forward she won't be missing the start again and she has already ticked the heavy track box um she won on a heavy eight she beat american M- american angel one day there who isn't a bad mare herself so i'll be having a bet on her i thought five mirror vision is probably overs this horse is 27 but not sure if it'll handle the heavy track so still one in the quaddy. um could definitely have something small on it gets josh parr um and then the other hey, real the other real wet tracker is um Paul's regret, another warnable train oh, horse. Oh,
3: you stole my thunder. I was Sorry, gonna that.
1: tip it. <laughs> well, you still can tip it. It's yeah. It is a proper mutter. Um yeah. one on a heavy ten before, beat maybe the best. Um, we know that horse has a fair degree of talent and look, Paul's regret is not as good as Argentia, kiss on all four cheeks, flying mascot. She's not, but this heavy, 10, heavy 10. this heavy 10 brings her right back into calculation, so you could definitely spec her.
3: Yep. Uh, I want to be with Paul's regret. I thought it was a pretty even race. Um, a very hard race, considering not many of them handle the wet track, but I feel like it's going to be one of those races that something in this race is going to win with like no heavy form. That's my only query going to be like, you're going to look back at the race and you're going to be like, how did such and such win? It's got no heavy form. Hmm, maybe. I've, I feel like it's just one of those races. But, yeah, I'm just going to have a one by, one by three, one by four bet on Paul's regret. Beauty. Chipper, flying. She just loves the mud. She needs the race run to suit most of the time, which she doesn't get, but in these better races... She should have a little bit more tempo. Um, she's a really good mare on her day. Look, there's um, that she ran that mighty race. Really beat Probable that day, I think, off the top of my head. Mm, yeah, I think she was close. That's good enough form here. Um, yeah, they're a pretty even sort of bunch. So at forties and tens, I'm pretty confident because she's one that will
2: relish the heavy track where a lot of these won't.
1: Agree. Right. Let's do a quaddy, unless you've got anything, Will.
2: No, no, I don't I don't have anything in this race. Didn't no have worries. time.
1: So I'm gonna quickly go them in race book because it is a tough race. Kiss on all four cheeks, we can put the pen through her on a heavy no. track. Barb Raider, I think we can put the pen through her on a heavy track. No. Exolita, this is probably an no. interesting one.
3: No, she hates it. She you won't sure? run anyway. Yeah. She won't run.
1: Uh, she gets a cross. Per Polissipan. No. <laughs> Far out. Mirror Vision goes in. Flying Mascot yeah. is a. I, yeah. I don't know if she's going any good.
3: No, nah, she's going horrible.
1: No. Nah. Tycoon Eevee, no. Argentia, no. no. Chain of Lightning, Yes. you can have her if you want yep channel Lightning's in Paul's Regret's in Rock O'Clock she probably needs it dry
3: yeah she does need it dry
1: Papali she does have some creds 0.6
3: off A couple of starts back I know it wasn't a good track
1: but oh, she's a winner on a heavy 10 and she runs second to Zodica Ruby Chuck her in 12 goes in 13 goes in and that'll probably do me I reckon yeah happy
3: yeah fat if we get that leg of the quality oh.
1: so what have we gone value 5 9 10 12 13
3: 13 yeah, yeah. so we have got Beauty. $26 $5.50
1: $41 $41 $7.50 wow watch this space split. Let's go to the day's feature. It is the 2400 meter Group 1 Caulfield Cup. And as Will mentioned off the top, it is a little bit light on top end talent. But what it is, is a very, very good betting race. We'll go through the market quickly. Smoke and Romans is $4.60. He's been awesome this prep. Benno $9. Nonconformist, $10. on $11. Numerian, 12 Gold Trip. He's the top weight, $13. Jewis Ishii. In the chair, this preparation. We will soon find out. She's thirteen dollars. Knights Order thirteen, Inspirational Girl fourteen, Montefilia nineteen, No Compromise nineteen, Vian De Claire twenty-one, Great House twenty-one. Maximal twenty-one. We'll expect him to be scratched on this heavy track. Durston twenty-one, Macram twenty-one, Chapada, fifty-one, Crystal Pegasus sixty-one, Charlie Rose eighty-one, and Sound a hundred to one. What are our thoughts, quickly from the map and? Post barrier draw.
2: Uh, I did the map earlier. Hold on. Yep. Um, I had Knights Order leading from Numarian. Uh, I thought Smoke and Romans would be right up there. I don't know what they do with Charlie Rose. I think they can push her relatively forward. I think Great House is a lot closer from the gate. Sound is a lot closer. I think from barrier four. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Gold Trip would be close-ish. Durston if he gets a run which I'm pretty sure I will because I'm pretty sure Maximum, maximum will be scratched midfield inspirational girl defence four back probably Crystal, uh, Crystal Pegasus behind it Dewis somewhere between those Chapada three wide line um, There, non-conformer spit cast from the gate I thought Allegra on just behind them Montefilia back no compromise back Benno pretty sure has to go back last from the draw and Van Claire also has to go back from the draw, I thought.
1: Sweet. I think we just start quickly with, um, what have we got? We've tipped a couple in the futures. We have tipped Inspirational Girl at $67, so that was good going. And I've also tipped Veo Declare at $26. The thing with both of them is the heavy track is a real, real query. So that's not exactly great. Full disclosure of back Smoke and Romans at thirty fours and twenty six and also Numerian at fifty, so I'm on at a bit of a price there. Maximal, Nico also mentioned on the pod we're on a, at hundred to one there, but he's another one who's just been stiff to bump into this heavy ten. Looks like he'll be coming out, Nico, I would have thought.
3: Absolutely cruel. Hundred and twenty six to one.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's punting, I guess. Um, oh, he yeah, might be it's, putting it's his right. hand up to run at the valley next week, whether he oh, yeah, makes great. it run into, him in a
3: race where he's got fucking none. Um, he might
1: not he might not get into a cox plate. He might, uh, I'm not sure yet. But there's also there's also the Mini Valley Gold Cup, which is a suitable option at twenty five hundred metres. We'll soon find out. Um, who wants to get the ball rolling here with the, a bet? Me.
2: Um, I you can start, we'll go sure. Um, yep. I've got. I uh, haven't. I'm not really prepared for um, today because I've spent the whole time looking at the Caulfield Cup because it's a really, really, really good race <laughs> to bet in. I think this year, um, I've got Allegro on six fifty favorite from Gold Trip nine twenty, Duas nine fifty, Benno ten ninety, and Smoke and Romans eleven thirty. Um, I'm very keen to be against Smoke and Romans. I think it's just had the PR last side especially. And if you get rid of that, then um, where's his form? Um, like he he hopped a PR um, fourth up at at Flemington, where they completely walked and and it was able to sprint and win. So I'm happy to be against that form. Um, Gold trip I think improves up to 2400 meters on a on a affected track. Um, Jewess is interesting because I heard um, Adam Blanco mention. Um, uh, everyone was frothing her um, in the the Australian Cup, but the setup she was on um, off. I know it was uh, the 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 way she she ran the rating was different, but it was off pretty much the exact same rating off what she did it. And she has been set for the Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup. Last last prep, she was set for the Australian Cup, so she could be gone, but she also could be um, like ready to completely peak here and. Um, and at $14, I'll probably want to find out, um, what have I got? I've marked her 9.50, so she's a bet right now. Um, but the main bet for me is a legron in the race. Um, uh, he, his career peak it was at tw- over 2,400 metres on a heavy track at Randwick behind Hotatsu, um, off 28 days, which is significant because James McDonald has, has mentioned that this horse needs, um... 28 days or th- three, to four weeks between runs. Um, he gets up uh, off an exact same setup. I loved his run in the um, in the King uh, the Kingston Town uh, last start. Um, he ran a really nice rating there. He just needs to go a little bit better than that, and oh, not not a little bit better, but if he if he runs even better than what he did in the in the um, in the AJC Derby, well then. Um, I think I think he he's a he's a really good bet here and he should be um, like half his price and, and he's run that he's that run that rating twice so there's there's evidence to support that he 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 will be running that rating again and I think it's a lot better than than a 12 thirteen dollar chance than what the market is saying other horses that I gave good chances to were great house um, he's been slaughtered he's, he's been Chris Wallard um, <laughs> Um, multiple times his preparation he's been dragged back to last and he's run on in some of the quickest late splits of, of the meeting um, um, and he draws inside here I know it probably won't be favourable to be drawn inside but but he, he will be settling closer and he, he ran well in this race last year and I I think if he can run up to um, run up to his his form last preparation or, or if not um, a little bit better than that he's right in this Um and another horse I'll be backing is Chapada, who who loves fast run races. Um, he was uh, never likely in the in the Turnbull, and he was just sort of out the back in a solid run race. He, he needs all his best races are in fast run races. Um, you, you saw that in the the Caulfield Cup last. The yeah Turnbull, like all all of his form is is 2,000 meters fast run race. So I'm really keen on him. Um, getting back to that form and and uh, and he's a he's sixty seven dollars I think so you can have something small on him. So the way I'll be playing the race is I'll be backing Allegron, um I'll be backing Gold Trip, I'll be chopping Duas so I don't lose on the race. I'll be um having something tiny on Great House and something tiny on Chapada. So that's that's how I'll be playing it pretty much.
1: Alright. If we if we miss the winner here we might be in a bit of strife. Nico <laughs> who are you with? <laughs>
3: I am, well, as you touched on, I'm already on maximal and non-conformist. So at $21 or $26 and 126 to 1, which is a real shame because they're both confetti, I think. (laughs) Um, I share your confidence with Allegro on Wilbur. Draw on what could be the place to be. The wet track's no issue. Third up last prep, as you touched on, was only just beaten by Hitotsu. Gets brownie from Rachel King. Yeah. That is only a massive bonus I think he deserves favorite. to be about second favourite I think he deserves to be about second favourite I think I think Smoke and Romans does deserve to be favourite a lot of people are underselling him but he's always been one of mine I've always been on the right side of him I'm shattered I didn't take something at the start of the preparation which you did Benny when I was obviously kicking up for him he's missed a Consistent he's come of age the last two runs um, I love that he goes from a Group 1 weight-for-age win to a handicap and drops 4 kilos up against most of the same field. He handles all surfaces, makes his own luck out in front, gets Jamie Carr, and I think he deserves to be favourite, and he's got to be starting point in the race. There's going to be plenty of people that want to take him on, but I think don't try and reinvent the wheel. He's just he's a good starting point. Yes, any other year you would have said, why well, is he favourite for a Caulfield Cup, but... He's from the right stable that if you have any doubts you just you just back the camp in, I think. There's a few other horses in this race, like Benno, he's a dead set milk drinker. He doesn't not he doesn't win. <laughs> He'll Knight's be taken Order back to is last. one that you could come to. Yeah. Yeah, well he's a squib, so he's not that's a a Knight's Order, he was one that I thought about entertaining. Me too. Um you could also stick up for Numerian, but where you draw the line you kind of four or five bets in the race you've got to you, you be can. selective at some point I guess I
2: don't
3: well you can you can if you want to Wilbur, but that's up to you I've already got this I've had a hateful race I've had two horses at stupid overs and they're not going <laughs> to run or they may as well not run so yeah, I don't know I don't, re- I, I don't really care about Caulfield on Saturday I'm going to be 22 in <laughs> sunshine and getting absolutely fucking blind I shouldn't really <laughs> give a shit what happens in
1: Melbourne <laughs> uh <laughs> On last cab off the rank, I do think Smoking Roman's is a deserved favourite. He gets the fifty-one and a half kilos here. Um, what was it? Was he penalised one and a half for winning the Turnbull? I think he was. Um, yes, he did. He, you did get the.
3: It is worth noting that there was recent talk about. I Wasn't sure if it was from the handicapper itself, but the talk is that he's beaten the handicapper by about two kilos, two and a half kilos after the way he's gone post weights he's getting in very well at the weights
1: yeah absolutely he is he's had the perfect preparation really he comes into this fifth up he's had the three runs at 2000 metres so he's rock hard fit and he did handle a very wet track at Caulfield two starts back and one um, yeah he's just an underrated horse it's a little bit sick that he's a $4.40 dollars favourite in a Caulfield Cup but that's just we don't have those uh, champion horses in this race so he's probably on top I thought Numerian was really, really good in the hill stakes on a fast run race. Um, That should top him off nicely for this. Cascadian was obviously too good, but he's looking for the 2,400 metres now, and he does handle the wet. Um, Jewis, I'm not sold. Um, I wanted to see more. She's going horrible. Last start. Um, Yes, she does need a fast run race. She might get it, but I also have a little query on a heavy 10. Um... Knight's Order is is a horse that I will be backing. Final field, um, Tim Clark is going to send this thing straight to the front, and he actually has the highest punting form um, top benchmark of the last two years. He ran an eighteen point four above in his win in it was it was either the Sydney Cup or the Brisbane Cup. Um, yeah, that's different. Why,
2: that's that's the staying risk, though. That, that sometimes that can be like that.
3: Is it worth me to touching on that? The information that we spoke about. Pre-record. With what? So, Knight's order since arriving to Australia, punters, on a oh. soft six or worse, has had eight starts for four wins, a second and two thirds, so he's been unplaced once. Soft five or better, he's had 12 starts for a win and a third. So, soft ground is obviously key to this horse. Yep. Is worth noting that Tim Clark has had six sits on the horse for two wins and three placings, so... He's obviously got the key to him and uh, on a very wet track, you know, these gay bot horses are going to be very,
1: very hard to run down. 100%. So he's a horse that I will be having something on. I think he'll go fast in front and it'll be catch me if you can. We know he runs 3,200 meters so he'll turn this into a real staying contest. Let's get to the quaddy. Number one, gold trip. In, out. In. 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 Jewess, I don't want
2: to. No. Okay.
1: Three nights order goes in. Four Montefilia is a really hard one, I thought second up nah. she'll just run off her yeah, legs, nah, but is she going any good? Well, what do you reckon
2: she's a pretender no nah, she she was under the odds, I thought
1: all right, we're putting the pen through Montefilia number five new goes in yep. number six nonconformist no number no. seven v Declare no. I bet I backed him all in, but I'm saying no now, the heavy ten. no compromise no, <sighs> no it's you can't not good enough surely a Metrop winner is not going to win this 9 Allegron goes in 10 Benno we want to put the sword through I guess
3: yeah no he's got none
1: 11 Great House goes in 12 Inspirational Girl I don't think she wants it wet so I'm going to say no 13 Maximal no 14 Sound no uh, 15 up, we'll chuck it in because Wilbur likes it 16 Crystal Pegasus I've stuck up for this horse a couple of times but it's just not no. going any good it's not in 17 Smoking Romans goes in and I think that's all you need. Charlie Rose, Durston, and, and Macram don't really have any interest to me. No. We're going to get this quaddy. I'm telling you, this is a good quaddy. and we, we, we're going to get some horses at a good price. I'm, you feel it. All right, let's get to the last. It is the Mungus. If we, get through, um, that
3: sec- if we get through that second league, we'll nearly get the quaddy.
1: Yeah, and I reckon it'll pay decent if we can get a couple 20-to-1, 30-to-1 shots in there. The Munga Stakes...
3: You're the the Quaddy whiz king at the moment.
1: Oh, no, I can't. That was all Nick Noonan's good work for getting me a session in the first leg. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't have had it in. But anyway, mounting yard mail, get around it. Munga Stakes, over 1,400 metres. Old Flame, $4.40. Lady of Honour, $4.80. Bandersnatch, uh, $6.50. Catalyst, $7.50. They both come through that... uh, The Kevin Heffernan, which was... A good race Cinewan 750 can we butter up again I'm saying no agon 14 streets of Avalon 17 and open-minded 23 I think we're seeing this race similar
2: yeah I liked catalyst in this he was good um I, I hate backing horses off 700 days but he' well, not 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 backing him off like but um like he's he's obviously had issues like he there was a, a period fall back when he when he had, when he would only raced raced once uh, from over nine hundred days. But um, since he's come back, he's he's had the concussion plates uh, or the the bar plates one of the two off um, for the first time, and he and he resumed and he was run off his feet um, at Mooney Valley. But then he he resumed at um, I mean he ran second up at, at Sandown behind I wish I win. Um, who is obviously well back to win the Tourac, and um, he he loomed like he was going to win that race, but he he just peaked on his run. I think that's just going to bring some of the the rust off even more. And third up, I think he he's going to get back to at least some of his um, not, not his real big peaks, but but at least to somewhere near that. Um, and yeah, I think he's a pretty good bet. Seven dollars, seven fifty. Um, old flame. I don't know. I just, I don't know. After last week, I don't want to go anywhere near him. Um, but, but but he can probably run run soft a peak. Six.
3: Soft six was
2: too wet for him. Nah, he just got absolutely, um, not slaughtered. But Never got he, a crack at him. Yeah. No, it
3: was in the noise. The noise out of the stable was they they didn't want a soft six. Well, oh really? how, so you, gonna, might how you gonna are you. Go you gonna go on? Are you gonna go on a heavy fifteen?
2: Yeah. Anyway, um, band a snatch. I don't know. Like he's he's Bandersnatch um he ran a good race last start but I'm, I'm happy to take that form on Cinewan I don't know I've given him, given him so many tries he was good enough last start but um uh, I'm happy to op- not oppose him but I've got him $12 here um Streets of Avalon's relatively interesting could get him a little bit shorter but I don't really want to so and then, uh, and then the other interesting thing I guess is I've got Lady of Honor $20 and I think she's second favourite $4 so um I just think she's got none. She was on a travelator, travelator Mooney Valley. Um and she she ran a rating that would like yeah, she she's just got no
1: hope here, I don't think. Absolutely none. Yeah. Uh I'll quickly go next. Um I had number five Bandersnatch on top. Um I was watching this race at Sandown with Geordie Ruffin Sharp and we kind of looked at each other um we were just looking at the market and obviously i wish I win was crunched into whatever he was a dollar 60 and we just looked at the board and this horse was 80 to 1 and we just thought gee that's a little bit big isn't it so we ended up having a small saver on it and he ran a really really good race he ran third and was you know eating up the ground late um he was a second up winner last start and we know he handles the, the heavy track he's ran six races on the heavy two wins and two placing so barrier 13 he won't mind that at all and i was happily i was happy to have him on top i could also come with catalyst look he's the one yes he's an ex new zealand horse but he is unproven on a heavy track to up until this point. point first up just forget he went around at moody valley and then last start at Sandown, he, he ran really, really well. He kind of just peaked on the run late after flashing through to the inside and looking like it was half a hope for a couple of strides. But, yeah, he could be back. And if he is back, then he'll probably be winning this race because he is the best horse in this race. We saw um, he had those, that stash of Alligator Blood. And Alligator Blood is a genuine Group 1 wait-for-age horse. So hopefully he can get back to, to that three-year-old form.
3: Yeah, we're trimming this league right up, Benny. We're only taking two in the Quaddy. Unless you can convince me that there's other wet trackers in this race that had that have any...
1: Open-minded it goes in. two. Open-minded goes in. Leads from barrier one. Two wins from three starts on the heavy.
3: Yeah, okay, it can go in. Um, I am with you, Wilbur. I... I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing for you that I'm that we're seeing so many races similarly. Probably a bad thing for me. <laughs> well, well, that's all right. Don't fucking bet, Nico's. Get off my bro. This is not. This is an A set that I give the punters. I'm yeah. fully transparent. unlike you. Oh, my prices um, go
2: right out before each race. Oh, doesn't
3: and yet, mean, so- doesn't mean you bet. Yeah, I do.
1: Anyway. every cat fight offline, please? Catalyst
3: is on top for me. Really taken by his last start run, third up, off a long layoff. Huge behind I Wish I Win, who uh, we all know what happened last week. We don't have to go back there. Um, I thought you could pen the top two in the market um, for the reasons I touched on before. Old Flame doesn't want a soft six or worse. It's going to be heavy 15, so have that at your own peril and Lady of Honour I don't think she will go that good at a testing 1400 and on a heavy track um, this is going to be the last race after 30 plus races as well so the track is yeah. going to be absolutely chewed by the time this race comes around
2: yeah they'll be coming down the, the right outside
3: they'll be coming bloody next to the ambulance <laughs> up the inside up up the Caulfield inner track
2: some of them won't beat the ambulance either
3: no they won't some of them will be some, lucky some of to w- their legs
2: up
1: some of these won't finish the race <laughs> yeah. no they won't
3: um, so yeah I thought the only other horse that you could that you'd chop out on would be Bandersnatch so I was pretty happy that you could bet up Catalyst save Bandersnatch at the price if you wanted to have a little save and open minded you probably could I don't think you'll lose on the race if you back those three horses you could serious you could you could have seriously aggressive prices for these Catalyst and banner Two horses that are gonna get through the wet versus a lot of horses that won't.
1: Hmm. Uh. Beauty. Let's go to Sydney now. Uh ranwick Quaddy. It's we did the Quaddy.
3: Five, 13
1: Yep. The two we like yep. and then open minded. Let's go to Sydney. It's a heavy eight currently, and I think there's three to six millimetres of rain forecasts for tomorrow, so it could stay a heavy eight. It could get to a soft seven. Um, 23 degrees in sunshine up there on Saturday, so How that, sounds, How that sounds good. beautiful, Nico, compared to what we've got at uh, Melbourne tonight. Sunny, I think we're
3: 22, with a side of getting absolutely loose.
1: <laughs> with a chance of winners, hopefully. Um, 40 millimetres of rain tonight in Melbourne, so... It'd be good to get up there and get some sun on the back. Uh, The rail is in the true position. It was in the 8-meter position last week when they ran that meeting and it got abandoned after maybe the 5th or 6th race. So they got 8 meters of fresh ground to work with. Um, Not exactly sure how it will play. Anything outside of that 8 meters, is obviously going to be cast because that part of the track will be severely damaged. But let's get into the races... Um, I don't have anything in races, one or two.
3: got something in the first for us. Go on. We are with the... Nine. uh, Snitzel filly, Orzala. Yep. Um, She trialled really good in the lead-up to her debut behind one of Wilbur's girlfriends, Taj Need. You just forget the debut. It all sort of went wrong. She sort of half-missed it, dug up. They, sh- they jammed the brakes on by the time she had to go um, the smart Kote or Koite, the little thing that won last week. And the yep. white white and blue silks or whatever they are. Um, she was sort of off and gone. And you just got to respect the SP of 250 on debut. J- J-Mac did ride her that day. Um, then it went to Newcastle for an easy kill. Let's hope that's a bit of a theme of the day on Saturday. Newcastle for an easy kill. Touch on it later, Punners. Um yeah, J Mac jumps back on her here and I thought it'd be quite rude if we were having a bet in the first race and it wasn't J Mac. I think that Parisial is a bit of a cat. It had every possible last start and really turned it up, even with J Mac giving it a decent steer, so I don't really know what's in behind it, but I thought Yeah. You just trust J Mac's had the pick of the top two and he wants to be with Ozawa, so so do I.
1: And so do I, probably. Um, look, I haven't done the race, but if there's one rule I follow in Sydney, if I don't have a bet in the first race, I'm back in J-Mac. So there you go. Anything in the second? The Big Dance wild card.
2: No, nothing in wanted. the second. <laughs> Innovative. <laughs> it's all some right, proper that's... numbers in that race. It's a Absolutely. number race. Yep. It's number two race, Wilbur, yeah. You're right. The race is a number. <laughs> it's a waste
1: of time. Wow, my last brand cell here is here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to race three. It's a Craven plate over 1800 metres. Cascadian has come up our short price favourite, dollar sixty. Surf Dancer four sixty. Prometo, eleven. Just Folk fifteen. Pinarello seventeen. And you can read out the rest because I can't be bothered. Uh, <laughs> it's There's Cascadian. Something to touch
3: on something to touch on here. I don't know if you listened. You are probably too busy, but... Um, the maestro was on Giddy Up with Gareth today. Yeah. And he was making a few jokes. He goes, I was joking with all the boys at Osborne Park. Should we ring Sheikh Mohammed and ask if he wants to go to the time-honoured Craven Plate or should we send him to the WS Cox Plate? <laughs> and he, he chose the, the harder option to go to the Craven Plate. <laughs> and it was worth noting that j was actually supposedly... Uh, quite relieved that Cascadian's gone to the Craven Plate and not the Cox Plate. I don't know whether you buy into that noise too much, but right. that was what James had said. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, look, it was a really, really big win last start. Um, Will, you might oh, be why a- not
3: we got so wrong Monophilia.
1: Yeah, we did. Um, Will, you might be able to fill us in on what he, wrote, uh, what he rated on the GDX, but um, in terms of... Cascadian last start in the hill stakes big win Um, in terms of punting form it is has rated 14.8 lengths above the old benchmark which is a big big rating it's a decent speed figure Um, they went very fast and he just absolutely killed them Um, drops back to 1800 metres I don't really see a problem with that and I'm not surprised he's into a dollar sixty now look if you got the evens on opening I would think he opened two dollars then well done to you, because he does look the moral of the day here at Ranwick. Am I going to steam in it at sixty? Not sure, but he'll be going through a lot of my multis. Um, yeah, looks very, very hard to beat. I thought Surf Dancer at 4 60 was way too short. Um, it is a
3: proper number, that Surf Dancer.
1: Yeah, Will. He's his, just what's such a number? consistent
3: horse. Look at his preparation, like he ran super first up this preparation, beaten two lengths by Snap Dancer over fourteen hundred. SP'd four dollars thirty, beaten four in the Maccabi. went straight from sixteen to two thousand and has absolutely smacked him. Gonna go back to eighteen uh, thousand eighteen hundred here, smack him again, and just be a red hot favourite in a champion's mile.
1: Surely Jody a- stakes.
3: No, he's going on the champion's mile, I'm pretty sure.
2: Why?
1: It's so strange. I, reckon to, I reckon he's... Like, last night I said he wasn't a 2000 meter horse. Now I think he is.
2: I think he's a 2000 He's not fast enough well, anymore I suppose, to he, be... I suppose he ran...
3: He gave Zarki a race late, didn't he? Last prep. In,
2: In the bit. McKinnon. Yeah, Not really, but, but he was the one running He's just on. a
3: great horse. Like, won five yeah. and a half, oh, 5.1 million. For a yeah. horse who had a lot of... uh Convictions. A lot of convictions early in his career. He's he's learned how he's
1: to win. He's turned pretty genuine. Oh yeah, he's a good horse. Yeah, he's um, top. he's
2: he's, uh, he's better than he, bank interests. <laughs> um, he ran a hundred and three last Just start, wins. and um, and he's he's done that now a couple of times. So that, that's his peak rating. He's not going to get any better than that. But is um, that his is that his peak? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. That's, that's him leveled out. Yeah. He won't get any <clears> better than that. But um. Yeah, and they were both in faster on races, so maybe yeah. you could argue that that won't happen here and um he won't HW be two. anywhere near his peak, so you could somehow get him beat, but um, he clearly rates on top.
1: It's just worth noting on Dan O'Sullivan's ratings, 103 is a pretty decent number. Um, yeah, it is. Animo, Animo was 105 last week um, when winning the Modern Power, and the top rank was 103.4 when winning the Epsom, so he... He would have been, like... I don't, I'm don't. i not saying he would have run top three in a cox plate, but he would have been deserving of his place in the race if they went there, for sure. 100%. All right, let's go to race four. It is the Saint Leisure, over 2,600 metres. Uh, what, what grade of race is this? Is it listed? Listed, it group I, think. Three? I think. I think it is a listed race. Um, open. Uh, Cadre du Noir, Noir is our $2.15 favourite. Stockman is into three dollars eighty. We've taken a bit of four twenty. Then you're out to Sacramento seven fifty, Arapaho eight fifty, Cariff fourteen, and Chalkstream. Rest in peace, the Queen at eighteen. Um, Nico, you and I are pretty keen on Stockman. Um, I thought this this horse ran really well in the Metrop. Look, the Metrop wasn't a test at all, and it was a jog and a sprint and. I don't even know if he was actually suited to that. Um, Yes, he ran well. He He wasn't beaten far. Um, I thought one of his better performances was when he ran second um, to Jewess. That was in the Tancred. That was a decent rating race. And yeah, we know this horse absolutely eats the mud. He's a four-time winner in the heavy. Um, Draws bow and barrier four here. And I I think he's the one that's better suited out to 2,600 metres over Cadre du Noir. This horse, the favourite, will be in front for a long way, but he goes J-Mac to Brenton Avdala. I, I'm i just going to stick my head on the line here and say I'm not sure if Brenton Avdala is a very good judge of speed. Um, and I think Clippo can kind of stalk him and put pay to him in the final 200 metres.
3: Yeah, I touched on this, obviously... We were having a chat early this morning, as we do every Thursday, when we throw ideas back and forth off each other and get each other's opinion. And I said, this price has to be wrong, doesn't it? And he said, yeah, you've, you've found one here. Um, you just have to look at the form guide. Like He was beaten just under four lengths first up over 1,400 metres from Animo, who's the best weight for age horse going around. Then obviously he's a stepped up in his preparation. He was beaten a length and a half from a Allegro, third up, and then yeah, in that silly race last start. It'd be interesting to see because if, if he you could uh, pay like a late nomination fee, the way that the Caulfield track has turned out, if you could pay a late nomination fee, you'd nearly you would have sent him to the Caulfield Cup this weekend. Mm, yeah, he's not sure. gla- he's probably not classy enough, but he he absolutely eats the mud. He would not be without a chance in a golf field cup this weekend. So yeah, I think the price is wrong here with Cardreanuai and noir. and him. I think it should nearly be flipped personally. And uh, yeah, the punters in Victoria will hear you and I cheering Stockman all the way from Sydney. Um, he was one of my better bets on the card at Three and Wick um, outside. I'm not going to tip your Cascadian as a best bet and. We all know what's going to happen later on when we get to the Everest, but outside of the Everest, I think this is nearly the best of the day.
1: Huge. Let's move on to race five. It's over 1,200 metres, and it's the Little Mountain, the Kosciuszko. $4.40, <laughs> is it's me. Front page, $5. They're going into this fresh. Um, I actually work with a bloke who uh, has you know some dealings with the trainer, Dreya, and... They're, they just think he goes best fresh and they didn't want to have any official trials or anything. This horse has been a bit injury prone and he's had his problems, so they're just going to go straight into this fresh. So that's very interesting. Far too easy, 550. Hand of the Truth, 850. Uh, Art Cadot, 11s. Um, did he win this race last year or he won another good race? Yeah, last and year. An- Anatole, 11s, I thought so. Nico, does It's Me go on a... It's going to be heavy eights, maybe soft seven. Are you still with her?
3: Yeah, she has to be the starting point. She's a group class mare in my humble. She's obviously a previous winner of the race before she had the injury layoff. Um, she's starting to get back somewhere near her best form, I think. Uh, she was super first up. Obviously, we were... can't remember what day was that... Um, we watched on the big screen at Caulfield. Was that Rupert Clark Day, I think? Yeah. May the she ran yeah. a huge race. She smacked them, and then she was unlucky last start, only beaten a link by Shades of Rose, and we all know the opinion that Shades... that you and I have of Shades of Rose. Benny, um... Yeah, she has to be the starting point, I think. And she gets the ultimate gear change. J-Mac. J-Mac first time. Like, that's just huge for a horse like her. Um... Not that she's a hard rider or anything, but if you've got the opportunity to put the best jockey in the world on, you're going to do it uh, in the blink of an eye. And I think you have to save on the previous winner from last year in Arcadot. Obviously, um, this is Tommy Berry's horse usually, so you lose nothing with Frosty jumping on. They've targeted this fresh. Um, They love the track and trip. It's unbeaten. Goes in all surfaces. Um yeah he's just a just a solid horse Arkado. so he's got to be starting pu- uh, he's got to be a saver I think you can back those two the only other horse that I'd be worried about is that far too easy um it boasts some decent form from Queensland um but yeah if you had all those three in your early quarter I don't think you'd sort of lose you can you can have front page I think it's a squib um <laughs> handle the truth probably not good enough But, yeah, It's Me, um, fairly confident, save Art Cadeau. If you wanted another horse to add to the early quad, it would be far too easy, but I don't think you need any more than those three.
1: Yeah, I think I'll be with uh, It's Me. Um, $5 seems a fair, fair price. She's $5 on Bet365, so going to take a little bit of that. I think she could be back. Yeah, she had that little injury layoff, but she was super winning uh she won fresh at eagle farm absolutely rocketed home down the outside and then last start um shades of rose obviously had the pr up on speed and she came from a long way back um and ran a huge race got within a length of her shades of rose has found her way into an everest i know that's a little bit you know they're just filling spots there for those last few places probably but it is decent enough form for a race like this and I think she's the most talented um, horse in the race. And I just think she'll want to be getting it back to a soft seven. I think if it's heavy, it might be a little bit tricky if she's uh, getting a long way back. But if it gets back to the seven range, then happily her on top. Let's go to race six. It is the Sydney Stakes. It's the consolation prize for the Everest, I guess you could say, the kind of B-grade sprinters.
3: $2 million group three. What a laugh.
1: Yeah, I think they've they've shot themselves in the foot, making it two million dollars. Have they what not? An,
3: what a stupid idea this is!
1: Like, you're going to win more for winning this than running fourth in an Everest, or even maybe even higher. Like, it's just madness. Anyway, this is a race
3: that private I should have gone to. Should have said uh-uh, no mm. slot, straight yeah. <laughs>
1: Well Kevin Tari, everyone thought he was going to get a slot and they took Ingratiating instead. He's lobbed as our $3.50 favourite. In the Congo's $5.50. Uh, Apache Chase is $6.50. I kind of want him to run in the Manicado, but they'll they will run here if the track isn't too wet. Waihaha Falls $7.50. Remark eight fifty. Forbidden Love $9.50. And SWAT's that. Uh, the Victorian visitor comes up here. She's $12. Bit of a tricky race. Um Commentary $3.50 favorite. That's a little bit sticky in the Congo. Look, he didn't have anything go his way, but I'm not actually sure how good he's going. He's he's $5.50. Apache Chase, look, I can definitely come with Apache Chase if he ends up running here. He does he's another one. He probably wants it a soft 7, but he comes through the premiere and he sat second and he only was beaten two lengths behind Lost and Running. Uh, Marzu Kementari uh, Mask Crusader they were the others that rounded out the top 5 I'd probably rather back him at 650 than Kementari at 350 if it does if they do get more rain tomorrow and it is in the heavy 9 range then Kementari probably do have him in front but Apache Chase the top weight I was happy to have something small on him and also it sounds very very sickening but ever since he's been gelded remark he's come back a new horse no um (laughs) so i have taken the ten (laughs) dollars remark he's into eight dollars 50 now um as i said this horse has always this horse has always had talent um but since he's been gelded, (laughs) he's he's beaten clemenso and bacchanalia and yeah I, i honestly think that he's a bet here
3: i was gonna just say i'll follow you but mm. <laughs> not anymore
1: <laughs> so what you're backing Uh-oh. apache chase
3: i might back special k just cause
2: special k and a heavy truck it might yeah.
1: not it might not Good it old. might not be heavy still we'll see we'll see true but it doesn't cool. matter
3: soft seven heavy eight special k he ran super last time. He's got the best form coming into this race. I think it's a career peak. Point six off though. lost. Point six off lost and running. And Marzu. People are saying yeah. lost and running's a chance to beat freaking Nature's
1: Trip. Look, I could potentially still come with him, but I just think I know Chase he's a, gets I know himself. he's a
3: tricky horse to catch, but he's coming off the best form.
1: Yeah, well, Apache Chase comes through the same form, and he wasn't beaten that far.
3: All right. Yeah, the well, big one maybe i'll just back special k and apache
1: the big one is the everest the big mountain 1200 meters um uh, it's not yet a group one sounds a little bit funny but it's not number one nature strip he is into even money on the tab he's your favorite lost and running seven eduardo 11 jackano 11 mars crusader 12 private eye 13 Marzu 17 giga kick is somehow 21 dollars Overpass 41, Ingratiating 41, (laughs) Shades of Rose 41, and Joyful Fortune 61. Um, I did my little speed map and put it up on the story a little bit earlier, and I also did a bit of a market, so you might know my thoughts already before listening to this, but I I thought anything above even money for Nature Ship is a backable price. I think he's going to go forward here and just tag either... I think Eduardo probably does lead, and he just follows him across. I think the pace will be on, so I'm not worried about him drawing 12. We know sometimes he can be a little bit slow to step out of the barriers, but it's that 50-meter mark to probably the 200, 300-meter mark where he really, really musters speed. So he might step a little bit slow, but he's going to go bang and get himself in a forward position. And if he camps in the top three and he doesn't have a taxing run, then... I think he's winning this race six times out of ten at least. So yeah, I marked him a dollar eighty. World's best sprinter. I can't I can't be getting him beat here. I'm sticking with him. Um we do have him going for a couple of nice collects, so it would be nice to cash in with some of them. He goes on top. Going for enough.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think we need to uh I don't think we need me to harp on about my love for this horse. He'll just, uh... What do you mean, weird? (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) Um, I'm not worried at all with Barrier 12. I know a few people are. I think it's the perfect gate. Yeah, it is. Some people say that he'll be dictated to from out there, but he'll actually dictate his race. Mm. He'll come across. He's not a control freak. He doesn't have to lead. Um, He'll... He'll he'll fit in somewhere whether it's OSL or you might even be like three wide with cover. It all depends. J Mac will sus suss it out um, as it happens. You don't doubt, just don't doubt him on Grand Final day. He's, uh, yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. You either bet up and fill your boots or you you try get him beat and enjoy enjoy your loss. One of the two. Yeah.
2: The the whole um Pretty the butt. whole um tr- people trying to get him beat because he's second up is just. It's just so stupid.
1: Like, oh, it's rubbish. He's actually,
3: yeah. if you actually want to go through the form guide, the last six grand finals he's been set for, he's won five of them. Yeah, and the well, only one that he didn't was the one that he should have won, which was the lightning. Yeah,
2: like if you look through the form, like it's clearly, clearly there's a there's a a theme that um, he he does the last couple of preps he has dropped off second up, but like that's completely different those. Those second-up runs were were not in the Everest or, or in a Group One, so um, it's just completely different. He, he's he, like the 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 prep's different. He raced through winter. He won at Ascot. He run, he ran a career peak at Ascot. He's going better than ever. Um, he like he he's, he will just smash these. I think he's a, like it's a genuine odds-on sort of chance. Um, if anything, the 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 wider he drew was was like. He did, like, the wider he drew the better um, like, who cares if he's wide he's just able to the, the only way to beat Nature Strip is to rush him and he doesn't have to rush from a wide barrier he can just he can sit off the speed he can go forward if they're going too slow like he's got James McDonald on James McDonald won, like there's been four um, group ones run at Caulfield over the last week and J, J Max won three of them and ran second and the other and, and they were, they were all at decent prices it wasn't like he was just punching home um, short price favourite. so um, yeah, like he's a, he's a genuine dollar eighty chance. Um, I w- I would have thought the only the only horse that was like possibly like I'm not I'm not saying like they will, but the only horse I think that can possibly beat it was Jackano before the rain. But obviously he needs it. I think he needs a good track. But Jackano, um, like he's a long way off him, but he but he is the improving three year old. Um, unless nature's trip. Like significantly fails,
1: and I, I don't think anything. Just I think he just wins pretty much. So yeah, mm. he hasn't failed in it. Like he hasn't failed in a long time, like years. Yeah, I he know. sort of he's, failed. He's just a champion. Like Everest, to thirty nine starts.
2: Yeah, yeah. He he sort of failed last year in the Everest, even though he won. Like he was, he wasn't very good last year in the Everest. Like. <laughs> Like I know, I know he won, but like compared to his other ratings, he's done. Like he, he, he. He
1: never found the fence.
2: Yeah, well,
1: that's a good thing for him. Uh, oh, I don't know. He was, he did a fair bit of work last year, and he was still there, gunning at the at the finish. He's just an absolute champion. He's won nineteen million in prize money. He's won what? He's won over fifty percent of his races. He's won twenty-two races from thirty-nine starts, f- placed in a further eight. You you actually have to account that a lot of those races earlier in his preparation he was an absolute head case and he used to get himself beat and he's an absolute mutter this is a heavy eight track right now i think some of his best career peaks are on heavy tracks i think it was a heavy eight in the tj smith and i think that's the best performance of his career so well it is worth noting
3: that he drew 10 in the tj no yeah 10 in the tj and 11 in last year's everest
2: yeah, the um his career wide
3: barrier is no issue
2: <clears throat> yeah his career peak is the the king stand but king his king. next best is the TJ. Um, the TJ than the Everest I mean the, yeah. the but yeah both, it's both TJs is one it's, yeah
3: it's amazing the disrespect that he still gets he's the second best dinner <laughs> that Australia's ever seen for god's sake he say. doesn't
2: get disrespect
3: he is he's second he's second behind black caviar
2: Yeah, obviously. There's no
1: doubting that. Yeah, obviously. But he's still got a lot of disrespect, Wilma, out there. He was out to $2.60 on bet 365 today. That's a little bit disrespectful.
2: Yeah, that probably is a bit.
1: All right, let's go to the grey bird, the silver eagle. It's over 1,300 metres and it is the build up to the big, big yellow bird, the golden eagle. (laughs) Number one, Mr. Mozart, $3.90. Startante is five fifty. Uh, Waterford is six dollars. Espiona. David Gatley has made this horse his D Day horse. So the D Day horses are flying, but I couldn't possibly come into it. Um, Lana nine dollars in the Congo uh, is also ended here. Nine dollars. Lock Eagle eleven. Kiss Some thirteen. Lavish Girl fourteen. And Jimmy the Bear seventeen. Lobs here. Very very interesting. I thought I thought the fave is pretty hard to beat here, Mr. Mozart. He went from so this race was obviously meant to run last week, and he went, he's went. he gone from barrier 14 to barrier 1. Um, I wasn't really wrapped about last week, him drawing so wide, but I still was probably going to have him on top. He now gets barrier 1. Um, I anticipate that Ranwick could still be a little bit on speed with the heavy track. Uh, it won't be as bad as last week, obviously, but 8 metres of fresh ground, he'll have that. So it's a, it's a bit of a misconception sometimes that just because you're drawn low on a leader you might be in the worst ground you can go out and find your best ground and that's what Avdala's is going to be able to do here um, this horse is unbeaten on wet tracks two on a heavy and and one on a soft and he's a very very tough horse he probably should have he should have won last start i thought the ride from pike was half a slaughter not sure how, how well pike he's going but he's going back to wa so that'll be good to see and yeah, this horse strong three to three together last preparation, beat never been kissed, uh, our Playboy and Dalcini. Um, he'll do for me.
3: I don't really have too much to offer here. I was pretty keen to back Brigatine, obviously it's a horse that we've both backed for the Golden Eagle, but um, couldn't possibly cheer for it Barry seventeen Rachel King, unfortunately.
1: Hmm. Look, this Waterford's a very talented horse, but he's drawn 18. He's coming back in trip from 1,500 metres. Back
3: to 1,300 metres. It
1: it's it's a BT, isn't it? It's just a yeah. fitness run for the Golden Eagle. So, yeah, I'm Mr. Mozart on top. I think four bucks is pretty reasonable. Um, yeah, he'll be on speed. Tough horse. We'll go to race nine, the Five Diamonds Prelude. Number one, Ellsberg, is on top from Ayrton. Uh, they're the only two horses in single figures. And you've got the two stable mates in the same colours, Lord Ardmore and a tissue. Our Playboy, Diamil, Rustic Steel, and Sabark. The Epsom winner, $3.10. Are you getting mm. interested at in that? No. Are you backing anything, our Playboy? Maybe. He's been one of yours.
3: Yeah, well, he's maybe not. i to flick him. <laughs>
1: Well, one horse one horse that isn't going to win if it's a heavy eight is Ayrton. And he's the four dollar twenty second elect, so Oh
3: there's has the bloody a talk from Junior today, so they've obviously scratched from Melbourne hmm. to come up here. And they think and they said, Oh yeah, well this race is worth a million dollars. We'll come up and run in this against his own age group. Thinking that he he won't go horrible. Well, oh news well, for you, Junior.
1: If this was a good four, he'd probably be my top tip.
3: Yeah, but it's, it's not a it's not a good four. <laughs> but it's
1: not. <laughs> I just don't I just don't know if he'll go on the wet. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure if I'll back Ellsberg or not. Yes, he he is the consistent horse. He won an Epsom, it was a decent rating Epsom and he proved he can carry weight there. He actually carried the same weight as top ranked, which a lot of people probably don't really talk about. So he's got fifteen and a half here. That won't bother him at all. Um, yeah, I'm gonna to a good ride. I'm
3: going to back our Playboy and Diamil.
1: Yep, fair enough. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. If it's a heavy eight, I might lay it in the place. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish off. It's race 10. It's the Ang Stakes, Group 3, over 1,600 metres. Um, Captain de Joie, we've heard, is coming out. She'll be running at Corfield, and she looks a great bet. <coughs> um, I think... I think Polly Gray is a good bet here. We know she's an absolute swimmer. Um, she's won. She's won. This horse is like the definition of a swimmer. It's won 11 races on soft and heavy, and has never won on a good track. Barely even can pick its feet up on a good track. But with toe in the ground, she's probably the best horse in the race. 1600 meters fresh. Um, you She might need the run, but I think it's fine. She ran a big race um she's run a couple big races fresh so yeah she she does interest me she'll be on top um and yeah she's not really first up she ran in may so at the end of may pretty much june so oh i guess she's had a couple months off but i I still think she's clearly the one to beat Mm,
3: yep i'm with
1: you all right marathon pod anything out out wide around the country before we get into the questions and wrap up we also need to do our best bet multi
3: it mm. is worth touching that there is some good horses resuming and honkers over in the west as well mm. um, where is it uh, the seventh race will chino has come up favourite $3.90 from miss kentucky at 440 Stage Man at 6.50. Um, some other decent ones in behind it. Nerodeo, Amasina, Sissel Tesio, Tarede. It's a pretty deep race. There's some others behind them. Uh, and then God has chosen in race eight from Comfort Me. Yeah. Resort Man, solid race. Uh, Devoted is a even money favourite in the last.
1: Huge hong kong um there's probably just only two races to touch on just for now lucky with you carries a 61 kilos but um he gets out to 1200 meters he is in race three uh, keeps zach pertin aboard i think he just went on class last start at a thousand meters down the straight he's definitely not a thousand meter horse but could potentially back him if he doesn't come up too short um there are a couple horses he has to give a bit of weight to but he is the class runner for good reason. Race eight, I think it's it. This is our first group race of the season at Hong Kong and Let me just quickly reel off some names here. waikuku Russian Emperor, California Spangle, Beauty Joy, Torby and Diamond, Senor Toba, Um Turin Red Sun. This is a very, very good race, but I do expect California Spangle to go up probably in the red, um, maybe even short, like real short, fifty probably has drawn 12 in a big field of 14 so you might get a price enough to multi if you do like him but he looks very 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 smart um he hasn't missed the place yet 11 starts for seven wins and four placings and he did start two dollars 60 to golden 60 at the end of last preparation golden 60 did beat him quite comfortably but that sp is just telling you that (laughs) this horse is not opening any longer than $1.50, I wouldn't have thought, even though this race is a decent race. Luke Curry picks up the ride on Beauty Joy. Uh, This horse posted a ridiculous win at the end of last prep. He was tailed off at the back and under hard riding and somehow won. So He's a nice horse, but he's not chasing down Lucky Express this time around. He's chasing down California Spangle, who could be the second-best horse in Hong Kong. Um, I guess Romantic Warrior is the other one, but Romantic Warrior... Uh, potentially could be the one better over 10 furlongs, California Spangle might be the one over 14, 1600 but yeah, we'll soon find out that's all I had huge Huge. we're at an hour of 30 I'm about to fall asleep but (laughs) let's get into the questions and then we'll wrap up can I ask you a
0: question? can I ask you a question? can
1: I ask you a question? we've forgotten our best bet multi again but we'll quickly reel it off now Will, you're Cap de Joie, I believe. Yep. In, Are you going to go with Benny? Well, you're going to go with Nature Ship, aren't you? Stupid well, I, question.
3: Want, I want Stockman in there as well, so you
1: choose. All right. All right. We'll go, you go Stockman, I'll go Nature Ship, or vice versa. It doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. I like that. Three um We've been getting very, very close. I know we landed one a couple of weeks ago, but. Phew, the best bet
3: lift. Come on.
1: Oh, I think we've taken our turns being the one that's missed it, but anyway, that's all right. We'll get it this week, hopefully. Let's get into the questions. The first one I had from Pat Kelly was re rebetar cup promotion. If a few mates wanted to hedge top 5 chances and split profit, who do you want to do it on? I think the obvious is Dover legend and Loft. Uh, Loft. Back have you, all the internationals have you had a look um, at all Wilbur uh,
2: I, I think Dover Legend should be, be favourite which it is so I don't know if you get 100 to 1 for it then sure
1: <laughs> yeah I think I think you just want to be with the international Dover Legend Loft Kamora, who you man? without mail, a fight without a fight just back them um,
3: you don't want to back any of the
1: local horses nah you don't really want to back anything in the Caulfield Cup I don't think
3: Allegron's top seed for God's sake yeah,
1: yeah. no they've, they've got to be you can have Ju- she's
3: going horrible yeah
1: so just back just like all the internationals horses.
3: yeah absolutely um worst case you, you'll probably get 50s anyway for the local horses
1: yeah Stu Ferenshi says there's a couple of twins going to the Everest you and Nico are keen to meet them I've got no idea what they look like Nico I don't know about you so it depends. <laughs> Tyson Hunter yeah, says, yeah. Keats, how far can he go? Um, yes, we saw Royal Keats run very, very well. Oh, so um, sickening.
2: Oh, I was in Wednesday. study hall. I was in study hall watching, watching that, yeah. I thought he so pinched it at the top of the straight. Yeah, me too. He yeah. was like five
3: lengths clear at the top of the straight. Yeah. I was watching it with, with J-Mac and I said... I said to Willow, "Press the button, press the button, press the button," and he pressed, and he took off. I'm like, "Oh, come on!" He's pinched it at the top of the straight, and then yeah, I thought he did it was Geordie, a good ride. Jordy and that's on be horse it was a,
1: it was a twenty out of ten ride. Oh, it was perfect. oh perfect! It, it was absolutely the,
3: perfect. As soon as Willow pressed the button, you, yeah. you couldn't lay the favourite for
1: hundred percent your um, life. It's just it's just a shame that they might have bumped into a group horse in this white marlin. He could be pretty smart. Yeah. He's now four from four unbeaten. So, I think yeah. Keats is he can find a listed race that he can win for sure. He's better mm-hmm. than he's much better than Benchmark seventy eight level. But the winner might be a group horse, and they're just yeah. unlucky to bump into one. Yeah, agree. Uh, Jordan Telfo, if you had to make up a race, you'd love to see who would be in it: past and present horses and in their prime. Great question.
3: Cox Plate, Winx v.
2: Animo. Bro, that would be the most boring race ever.
1: Winks are Winx. just absolutely destroy Yeah, Winx I reckon it would it'd be, a be a decent race. race. Winx would tell it.
2: I reckon um, So You Think versus Winx. That
1: would be a good race. I'm going or to say... Frankel vs. Flightline. Like that. <laughs> so, we were robbed of this race in 1980 because dulcify unfortunately went a miss in the melbourne cup but dulcify won the 1979 cox plate by seven lengths mm. uh, the kingston famous town. line was dulcify is won by a minute and that's the way you might win the melbourne cup and unfortunately broke down in the melbourne cup he got uh he got trotted on i believe and yeah broke down so that was real sad and then in 1980 along came kingston town so that would have been one of the all-time match races between Kingston Town and Um I'm not sure who I would have had on top, but that's the race I would have loved to have seen. And, you weren't uh, alive.
2: What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, no, don't worry, don't worry. Don't Mate, don't
1: worry. since I've been working at Mini Valley, you know the amount of replays. I watch these replays like every day. So, <laughs> How <laughs> would Mix obvious- have
2: gone against Bay-Eid? Um Bayeid would have beaten her.
1: The, the ratings... The ratings say that Blade would have beaten no but...
2: Yeah,
3: what are, you, what are you comparing that off? You're comparing that off her over here and him over there? What yeah. about him here?
1: Could he do it on a cold, rainy day at the Valley? That's the he? question. I'm sure he could. <laughs> That's the question. The last question is from Kobe Dunlop. Uh, he says, is the predicted heavy at ranwick a good or bad thing for nature shoot? Doesn't really is that, matter. Is that, is that a serious anyway. question? It's it's a very good thing. Probably, um, yes. It is a serious question. Nothing to be worried about, Kobe. Nothing I'm to be worried old. about, mate. Um, he's an absolute mutter. He'll get through it. And if any prefer it to be a heavy track than a good three. Absolutely, because if it was a good three, I would actually mark. I would think they would back Jack and O into seven dollars. Honestly, mm. but because and it's a heavy eight,
3: that, they'd back that other pretender as well. Last crusader.
1: And they'd back Private Eye, probably. They'd, yeah. they'd back a lot of these back markers on a good three because you know they got these big turn of foots. the think Nature a,
3: Strip can plough through the mud just as good as he does on a good three, where the others, yeah. they, re- they resent going on anything other than a good good track.
1: Yeah. I mark Jack and O $21 given the current truck, but yeah, it could be a little bit big, but a bit of aggressive pricing like Wilbur. All right. Let's wrap up there. <laughs> it's been an absolute marathon podcast, but hopefully we've found a plethora of winners and we can absolutely fill our boots on Saturday. Nico, you and I will be at Royal Ram. We can't wait. It's my first time going there. So good luck, punters, and we'll see you next week. Cheers.
0: Yes I did, so I packed it up and brought it back to the crib Just a little something show you how we live Everybody want it but it ain't that sis mm-hmm. That's that shit, so if you gon' do it, do it just like this Did you realize that you were You don't see just how wild the crowd is You don't see just how fly my style is I don't see why I need a stylist When I shot so much I can speak Italian I don't know, I just want it better for my kids Saying we was from the projects, but every time I wanna lay away all the prize my daddy say when you see clothes, close your eyelids We was sorta of like Will Smith and his son In the movie I ain't talking about the rich ones Cause every summer he would get some brand new head brain scheme to get rich from And I don't know what he did for dope But he'll send me back to school with a new wardrobe and ayy hey, think he did when he packed it up and brought it back to the crib just a little something show you how we live everything i wanted man it seems so serious mm-hmm. that's that shit so if you gonna do it do it just like this